Starting with the first insurance that I outlined on my blog post at abiblog.abuyeragent.com, the first one you think about, obviously, is homeowner's insurance. Not only do you want it, but your mortgage company wants to make sure your property is insured as well. So if you're using a mortgage to buy a house, then you'll probably most likely have to insure it. And if you're paying cash, you most want, definitely want to insure it. Because if it burns or gets destroyed, you are the beneficiary. You are the payee. But the mortgage company wants it to make sure that they get paid off in case of a loss. Now, you know, we think about the homeowner's insurance protecting the structure and contents by fires, floods, etc. Maybe plumbing leaks. Um, that's, that's good coverage. Uh, there is uh, some coverage, maybe some coverage, for the liability of someone getting hurt on your property, that that more or less uh, ties together with another type of insurance I'll talk later is workers' comp. Uh, but this type of insurance, you can go to ambest.com to evaluate different service providers to see what's covered. Now, normally they're going to cover the price or and or replacement value of the house. So sometimes they do not consider the land because the land necessarily won't be destroyed. They would consider the reconstruction costs and, you know, with lumber prices and the current uh, inflated prices now and all the other building materials, that replacement cost could really skyrocket. So just make sure you get plenty of good coverage and don't skimp on it. The next type of insurance is mortgage insurance, or sometimes called private mortgage insurance. This is basically the mortgage lender <clears throat> wants to protect their risk if you're putting less than 20% down on a property. So if you get a 20% down and have an 80% loan, if there's total destruction or they get that property back through foreclosure, they're not losing more than 80% and they probably will be able to resell your house for at least 80% of the loan itself, even with repairs and all they have to put into it. But once they get above 80%, then it's a little bit more risky to them. So they're going to charge you a percentage of your home value, maybe $100 to $200 a month it could amount to, to have that extra risk for them to assume taking that back in foreclosure or forbearance or deed in lieu uh, to take that property back and re reduces their risk of reselling that property. <clears throat> now, if you have an FHA loan, you basically will never be able to get rid of that until you either refinance or sell the home. That's more permanent. Now, PMI should fall off per federal law if your loan to value reaches 78% of the original loan to value. The third type of insurance is title insurance, which is split into two ways. First, if you're getting a mortgage, then lenders are going to require title insurance to cover their interests in your property. Meaning if there's legitimate lien or legitimate challenge of ownership of title, 
and a cloud on the title or any other way that is referred to, that you would lose that property to somebody who actually owns it and was improperly recorded or whatever reason, then the lender would be able to get their loan amount back on that property. Owner's title insurance is protecting your dollars into the house. Meaning if you put some money down on the house and somebody else had a legitimate lien and claim to your property that through um, legal procedures, they would get your property back and they own the property and you got it uh, erroneously, then you would lose that money you put down on the house. So you want that protection as well as there's many other protections for you. Uh, a lot of the policies these days are called enhanced policies and they will protect you for maybe encroachment or fencing issues, property boundary issues. And uh, some of them have elevated uh, value uh, protections like uh, for five or seven years, the value of your title insurance grows. So as your property value grows, that that uh, recuperation amount grows too. So you get protection from, from ownership, but title insurance is important for you to get uh, for owner's title insurance. Lender's title is probably always going to be charged to you from the lender. The fourth insurance is basically renter's insurance. Now, when you think of renter's insurance, yeah, I'm a renter, I'm not a homeowner, but for condo ownership or for townhome ownership, it could apply. Now, these type of insurances cover your contents, yes. Condominiums, the form of ownership there is that the condominium usually owns the outside walls, the outside roofing, everything except the doors and windows on your uh, condo, uh, which you'd be responsible for in property loss or damage. Also, uh, the internal contents of your condo, that's not covered by the condo property insurance. So that would have to be insured. Now, if you're in a townhome, and this just happened uh, to one of my clients recently, they were evaluating the policy coverage of the townhome community they were in. And the actual townhome community did provide for the total replacement of everything, basically inside and outside of the house, with exception of the contents. And that overall policy was in effect. So when people go in and purchase townhomes, many times they're thinking, well, this is a typical like single family household where the roof and the exterior and the, any property fencing and all that stuff, that's not common property. Well, you know, that is our property. So we have to insure it. Well, in this case, no, the actual HOA had a coverage policy of the exterior the interior walls and all the fixtures, all the features, cabinets, etc., And all they had to do is basically uh, put a, a simple rider to it. So it saved them hundreds, if not a, over a thousand dollars. So you might want to check into your HOA in your townhome community to see if they have a policy and what that policy actually covers. The fifth type of insurance is flood insurance. You may not think your property will flood, but it is in a flood zone categorized by FEMA. I've got a link to the website on my blog post if you want to check your property out. But generally, if you're going uh, to buy a property and you go through a mortgage lender, the lender is going to request what's called a flood cert, a flood certification. 
and they will order it be your property be reviewed on a flood map at a company that does this for lenders and evaluate whether or not your property lies in a zone that may be flooded more often than somebody else's. Now, generally speaking, when I talked to FEMA and GEMA, they told me that, hey, if your property runs along a creek, kind of expect that to be in a flood zone. Otherwise, you may get around it by not having to carry flood insurance. Now, if the lender determines that your property is in a flood plain that's more likely to get flooded, they may require a flood certification review or an elevation survey is what they refer to it. And that determines whether or not how much insurance you would have to pay for to be covered in a flood. Sometimes that can be less than $100. Other times it could be several hundred dollars. But they will do and request, well, they will request you to have pay for a, a elevation survey to see whether or not you are supposed to be carrying flood insurance to protect their interests and yours. The sixth type of insurance is really not insurance per se, but it's home warranties. This is insurance against plumbing, electrical, uh, water heater failures, uh, air conditioning failures, etc. Now these protection plans are offered by several companies and I've got a, another post on my blog about different companies. I've got another podcast about that. So you can look at uh, previous podcasts and, and blog posts. But basically, it's just a an insurance against uh, problems that you have to get handled by repair technicians or service people. It's a one-stop shop that you can go to, and very convenient. You call in the service request, and they'll somewhat send somebody over there who's licensed and insured. Uh, to take care of the issue. Uh, sometimes it can just be a simple issue. So it, uh, is it, it's important that you walk around your house and see all the simple things you can do and that could go wrong. And if something more complicated goes wrong, then you use them as a backup and call them. The usually is a $7,500 service call fee. It may take care of the problem. <clears throat> Otherwise, you may be on the hook for several hundred dollars worth of repairs if it's not covered. So just be aware and read your policy to see what is and isn't covered. And you can always default to call them and, and take a chance that it is covered. But uh, most, most simple stuff is covered. The complex uh, total replacement of systems like an air conditioner or a water heater might not be covered. You know, some of those, uh, the water heater itself might be covered, but the labor might not, or the expansion tank might not. Uh, they'll probably try to fix your heat heater, uh, you know, your furnace or your air conditioning unit by replacing a part or component, maybe not the whole thing. So they are good protection plans if you just don't have anybody that you can go to or you're not able to fix it yourself. The seventh type of insurance is insurance against wood infesting critters like termites, promotion termites, uh, powder post beetles, etc. There's a lot of insects out there that eat wood to destroy the home. Uh, there's two types of protection systems that you'll encounter a liquid system that they put the liquid around your foundation or bait stations, which every 10 or so feet they'll put a station with some uh, 
bait in it, like wood or some sort of treatment uh, that destroys the uh, termites. Uh, in Georgia, you know, that's just a likelihood that there's going to be termites. Lots of people have a protection system. It could cost uh, several hundred dollars to over a thousand and also about maybe a couple hundred dollars or so to maintain that coverage year after year. There's so many years that that coverage covers. And after a period of maybe five to 10 years, you have to have another treatment or a new system installed. So you basically have some sort of level of protection that you can put on your home. Uh, you can visit the Georgia Pest Control Association for more information about licensed pest control companies. But in Georgia, lots of people do have this protection system for their home. The eighth type of insurance is major foundation or structural insurance on new homes. And this type of coverage may only be available for a brief period. It may or may not be allowed by the builder. Uh, a company called 210 Warranty Company is one of the only ones, or maybe some others, but that's the only one I'm familiar with. Uh, the problem with that is that if you file a claim, it has to go through an arbitrator, and usually it's a $500 or $1,000 charge or something like that to even have your case heard. And the arbitrator obviously is a binding resolution, so you're kind of stuck with that decision. Now, that is a protection you can have. I might be wrong, but I think some VA loans have to have that structural protection for them to go forward with a VA loan, but um, you might want to check with your lender on that one. The ninth type of insurance is called mortgage payoff insurance. Now, this is the insurance, obviously, that pays off your entire mortgage upon your death. But unless you have someone that could really benefit from this immediate more, uh, payoff, uh, you may not want to do it. Life insurance may be a better way to handle it for letting the, the survivor decide if they want to continue to pay mortgage payments on the house or they may want to end up selling it or just let them decide for themselves and not just pay off the mortgage, which basically benefits the lender because they are covered. Uh, your house is still paid off, so you can uh, be free of any mortgage payments as well. You may want to consult an investment counselor or an insurance agent or someone you trust to evaluate what whether this option is good for you or not. A 10th insurance option is stucco warranty insurance. Now, if you have stucco and you've had some repairs to the stucco, the company that did the repairs ought to offer you some type of a warranty work on a workmanship uh, that it would cover. And that, that might be a year or longer a warranty. Uh, you could possibly find a company that offers warranties on stucco. Uh, sometimes those are uh, not good warranties. It just depends on the coverage. You might want to Google and research this on your own because you might find that that is not a good option for you. The 11th type of insurance is extended warranties on appliances. Many of the retailers, such as Home Depot, Lowe's, Sears, that sell appliances do offer extended warranties. A lot of times the warranties that come with the manufacturer may only last for a year or a little bit longer. The extended warranties are there in case, you know, three, five, seven years down the road, uh, repair is needed. Some of those components are included. That is a good way to, to provide protection on these appliances that really the new ones, the energy efficient ones are not as long lasting as the old ones. Uh, they may last 
five, seven, ten years before they have to be replaced again. So these extended warranties can offer you a peace of mind to have some sort of coverage for repairs and or replacement on an item that's not going to last that long. The twelfth type of insurance is security insurance. This is simply perhaps a security system that is an audible alarm that if someone breaks in the house or somehow uh, you have a fear of somebody coming into your house, you can hit an alarm. It's just an audible sound. It may chase the person away. You can call 911 yourself. Or it could be monitored system that if somebody tries to break in, then it will notify a remote monitoring station somewhere maybe in your state or outside your state. They'll call the police or fire and get somebody over to help you. Yeah, yeah. The response time is limited. It could be a very long time before somebody gets there, but at least someone is called and you don't have to worry about calling 911. Also, if you have a um, new type of system these days, you can install it yourself or you have the ability to uh, remotely look at your house and monitor your own house through your uh, smart device, you know, your phone, your iPad, your computer at work. Um, you know, if you're working from home, that's obviously not necessary, but if you're working remotely, you can tap into that, those security systems and see, uh, through your security cameras, any motion or anything that's a problem or be triggered to your smart device to be flagged when something happens and some movement in your house, you're not expecting a uh, small discount on homeowner's insurance. I wouldn't use that as a justification, but you just look around, see what the system is best for you. If you want it monitored or not monitored, um, if you do have it monitored, many of the local police departments will require you to register that because they do not like false alarms. And if they have too many false alarms at your property, they will start charging you. So just heads up on that, uh, research and evaluate what's best for you. The 13th type of insurance is radon gas insurance. Radon is a gas element that exists across the earth everywhere. Uh, certain levels may be more prone to causing cancer over a period of time. So that is a concern for homeowners. There are companies that will test for radon gas. And if found at a certain level, recommend remittance systems. It usually is a PVC pipe going down to your ground floor and below the basement floor uh, with a fan at the top, blowing it through an exhaust and just getting it out of your house that way. Very simple. Could be one to $2,000, but there are systems that can uh, handle that removal. So it has been mitigated through, through removal systems before. If you're comfortable. The 14th type of insurance is workers' compensation insurance. So what happens if you have a contractor or a fence person, or let's say somebody that you invite in to repair something in your house, to put an addition to your house, roofer gets up on your roof. Do they have adequate insurance in case they get injured on your property? Well, that's something that you should probably ask for an insurance certificate up front from your contractor to as evidence that they are covered for insurance because your homeowner's policy probably won't cover the injury or to their bodies, uh, maybe even not the damage to your house. So you need to check your insurance agent uh, and ask them 
if they're covered under your policy or not. But most typically, workers' comp is an extra insurance that a contractor has to carry and provide for anyone getting injured at your house. Thank you for joining me today in today's podcast about the 14 different types of insurance you can get to protect your home or your home investment. Hope I gave enough information on each topic, which there's a lot more to look at besides what I gave you, to at least consider the different options you have. This is Jim Parker, Access Brokerage, 770-265-7293 at abuyeragent.com or accessbrokerage.com. Look forward to helping you answer any questions or purchasing your next home. Lost in confusion Well, I tell them there's no problem Only solutions 